Welcome everybody to another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. This is episode number 17. My gosh, time just keeps marching on now, doesn't it? If you haven't yet, go to coachpots.com, sign up for the newsletter. That's how I get out all my information, and there's a lot of fun information coming up that I know you want to hear about. Also, if you have any questions that you want featured on the show, hit me up at andy at coachpots.com. Without further ado, episode number 17, Home and Body Improvement Show. Serious. I'm so serious. You're so serious. So serious. Yeah, that's good. Doing that's... great. Are we recording? Are we live? Yeah, we're live as live can be, man. Uh, how's the city? Let me tell you how the city is, man. It is the same as it's always been, but for some reason it's been raining. That's probably a good question, Ross. What do you do when your apartment leaks in terms of rain, like from the roof? Well, I think the best question uh, for that answer is contact your uh, association or your landlord and uh, tell them that you have a leak. That's that's the normal one. Or if you're a person who has fear of picking up the phone and calling and taking care of it, do you want to be a weekend warrior or a weekday warrior? No, well, you know what? But this is the deal, and, and I do live in an older building, so and I am on the top floor. But what they do is they take, like, essentially these, like, I don't know. It's like patches, patches of like the roof, right? And they just kind of patch it up. So I see them with like tar essentially and some sort of like flame-throwing device. And they kind of just put patches where they think the leaks are going to be. But it never quite works. And my guess is they can't quite find the source of where the um, the leak is coming from, right? So that's why they kind okay. of just take its best guess. Yeah. So pretty much it's kind of – it's like, you know – you have to kind of put some water on the roof to see where, where the puddles are building up. And, you know, not every building, you know, has the best pitch, you know, because they are normally there just to uh, put some rubber and some tar. And then they put the aluminum spray paint on top of that roof and that deflects the heat, but also sometimes that's sealing, you know, and the proper draining. So yeah, it depends on just, again, uh, you know, hours and time just to kind of look at things and kind of figure it out back and forth, back and forth, trial by error. That's but, the best thing you can get going to figure that out. There's no solution it, to it, right? Because it's like no matter – even if you patch it up, you know, should water come in at any point, it could like eventually enter your apartment at a different point, right? It's not like the same spot every time. Well, you have to address – Pretty much like for you, see you're having water, right? So it's coming into your place, right? So if you can do a CSI investigating, you know, there is probably some form of a pitch or it's, you know, at one direct spot, you know, where there's water happening, you know, maybe some guy on the roof is like, I want to put a nail right here. And then they're like, awesome. And then uh, he doesn't put a little rubber, you know, piece of, you know, roof, you know, caulk on it or tar, you know, uh, covering that hole of the nail head and eventually it's going to get water. Eventually something's going to happen. So you kind of have to look for watermarks, you know, that have dried and the trail that's leading anywhere and see how many, since you're probably up on the top, top floor, you know, if you have access to that roof, 
kind of go to the spot where you're finding water, you know, because people could have, who have a chimney in their house, sometimes have that rubber, that tar seal that's around their chimney where the roof meet and the flashing could be coming apart. And sometimes it's a simple caulk, you know, um, job, not, you know, using exterior, you know, roofing caulk for that. And so that can help you. So it's, it's a lot of, it's a simple thing, but it, it's more time studying and where the water's going. I don't know. You know, I, time. there's some favorite spots. It likes to leak, but like, and it doesn't happen every time. Like last night was pretty bad. And then all of a sudden, you know, after about two hours, I found one spot and it was a different spot that had never leaked before. And then I've had them before where it's like raining, like these flash floods or whatever's going on. I think that I'm pretty sure the universe is just ending and it's starting with, you know, it started with the, these flash floods, uh, some of these uh, really humid days and uh, the COVID virus. So um, I'm pretty sure we're all not going to make it to the end anyway. But in the meantime, these flash floods have been pretty horrific, meaning like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you experienced them in the, in the suburbs as well, but like they just come through, they hit hard and then they're gone. And those in particular seem to be the ones where I have the most leaks and I got to like pay attention. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's, I think this, the roof just doesn't drain properly and this patchwork, they could try their best, but they're never going to be able to fix it completely. Uh, and it's just kind of a matter. And it literally is like getting out pots and pans. I find not only you use pots and pans or a bucket, but you put a towel to kind of dampen the sound and that seems to work well. Yeah, definitely. Just, uh, you know, if you're paying money again, like anybody, you know, if you're, you know, for those renters, all of us renters out there, if you're paying money, and there's trouble, just keep on ringing that bell till it's fixed. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. Because I sometimes I feel guilty, and then I feel like, well, if I do it too many times, they're just not going to renew my lease. And uh, that's more me than them. Like, <laughs> you know, that's their job. And I think right. they don't look at it as being individuals being a pain in the ass. I think they look at it as like another job on their list of uh, endless list of things to do around that building. Right. But, you know, like I'm just saying, if you have a wife and you have a kid, Okay, and you. Say, what if you well, don't have leaking. either, Ross? Like me? Are you trying I'm to just, rub it in? I'm just saying. I'm, I, you cut off there for a second. I'm just saying, if you have that water and it's leaking, and then you're like, uh, there could probably be mold. Yeah. She's gonna be freaking out like mold and the baby. Yeah. And the roof. You better do something about it. And you better like, get a new job to, and get us out of here. Yeah, I know. You, you have to do it. So it's like. Yeah, they're like, well, he's a guy. And you're like, yeah, I'm a guy, but you know what? I'm paying money. Yeah. I have money. And uh, it's not good, like, you know, when you have friends over, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, I got this pots and pans thing I'm doing. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not on a street corner hitting my pots and pans. I'm, uh, oh, I got a roof leak. I got a uh, roof leak. Yeah, that's right, that's, man. Hey, look, and then your friends see you walking on the street on a sunny day, and they're like, hey, it's the pots and pans guy. Yeah, I went over there, and it was raining. He had pots and pans all over the place, big goof. Which is kind of funny because my nickname is Potts, right? <laughs> right, right. You, you could be hanging out right outside in uh, Comiskey Stadium, you know. The like, old Comiskey. Yeah. Hey, so should you take medication for pain in terms of like when you're experiencing soreness? And this is me answering the question. Uh, I would say it depends because that's pretty much the answer to all the questions I ever get asked. But I think the answer would be yes. So if the thing about like um, it's there's a difference between Tylenol and Advil and you'd have to do a little bit more research. I think one of them has I think Excedrin has caffeine in it. Um, I usually stay away. This is my policy and I don't know if it's going to work for everybody. And I'm by no means a doctor and I'm not telling you what to do. But whenever I have a headache, um, 
I typically will take Tylenol. If I ever have aches and pains, I will take Advil. So if I did not recover properly from a workout or if I'm having issues with my knees or I feel like there's some sort of swelling going on, like um, after a long run, my knees are, you know, the shot or my ankles or something like that, uh, that's typically when I jump on the Advil bandwagon. Um, But if I just have a straight headache, like, you know, whether it be a stress headache, a um, migraine of some sort, something where I just feel like, you know, it feels like my head is throbbing or pounding. In that case, I always take Tylenol. Now, should you take the recommended dosage? I don't know why. I've always been like, well, I'm a pretty big guy. You know, two pills ain't going to be enough. It depends on how bad it is. Sometimes I'll take just one. Sometimes if it's really bad, I'll take three. Uh, but I usually stick to stick to the recommended doses, which you should always do. You know, when it comes to pain, rest, ice, compression, elevation are obviously the things you want to do first and foremost, uh, especially rest. You know, if something's bothering you, just give it opportunity to heal on its own. You know, second of that is some sort of therapy, whether that be stretching or, you know, um, increasing blood flow with a foam roller or doing something like a massage or anything like that, anything you can do in those terms. But if the pain is acute, meaning in one localized area, not just, oh, my legs are sore, it's more like, oh, this I'm having a sharp pain in my knee. Uh, some, some pills over the counter will help with that type of thing to help alleviate the symptoms, obviously not the cause. You got to kind of address the cause eventually. But, you know, is it by no, it's by no means a replacement for you know, doing the rest, ice, compression, elevation therapy route, but it will kind of help in the short term. Again, if you're having you know acute pains, uh, primarily you know in one area over and over again, go see a doctor. That's what they're there for. Another thing too is like most physical therapy places. Um, I think it's Accenture now. It used to be I don't know what it used to be, but those places are all over the place. And any place that that bills themselves as a physical therapy you know practice, they will almost always give you a free screening. And they will almost always say, you know, okay, this is not something that I would necessarily deal with, but regardless, you're going to need to go see a doctor, tell the doctor X, Y, and Z. And so you don't have to worry about insurance or co-pays or any of that type of thing. Just stop in there and tell them, hey, I'm having an issue with this. Is there any chance somebody can, you know, give me a quick screening? And almost every single place will because that's how they get their business in the first place. You know, they're just trying to build trust regardless. So uh, if it's an issue, go see a, go see a physical therapist. Uh, maybe they can help you out with it. Um, and, but in the short term, and I do mean very short term, maybe like a day or two, you could take some over-the-counter, pres- or I was going to say over-the-counter prescription. You could take some over-the-counter stuff to help eliminate the symptoms. Obviously, the prescription stuff is a lot more powerful and probably have a lot better uh, impact. But then again, you know, if you're not prescribed those things, you shouldn't be taken in the third, first place in theory. Any thoughts about that, Ross? Uh, what's the age bracket of uh, people who are in pain? Because for myself personally, I don't find myself being like, oh, I need some Advil. Yep, I need Advil. So you never have days where you're like, like you just wake up and something's not feeling right and you feel like you need to take an Advil or something? No, I only take Advil and epidics. That's the only... That's my only thing I do. I used to see. That's the thing. I really don't know the. It's, it's acetyl something or whatever. And again, this is outside of my scope, so I probably shouldn't be talking about it anyway. But I used to have low back issues all the time when I was a teenager, and I took. I used to just pound bufferin, and it helped. You know, it. it but I, I never. I don't take bufferin anymore. And I know as a child, when my mom had headaches. She would always take Excedrin. She always take them all the time. I think a lot of those headaches were caused for me just being me. But nonetheless, that was her cure to that solution. That was her solution to that problem. But um, no, I'll, I'll take Advil every now and again. You know, if, if I'm having, did you ever like pull the muscle or, you know, well, let's say you did, Ross. 
you're stretching, you pulled a yeah. muscle, or you went a little bit too hard, or you landed wrong on your knee or something like that. Are you telling me you wouldn't take an Advil in that situation? I never, th- I swear to God, I never think about it. I'm huh. like, oh, I'm in pain. Well, well, that's uh, your fault. And so somehow you got to work through it. And uh, <laughs> that's your I, fault. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're gonna be a great dad someday. So, uh, hey, I see you fell down and you got a black eye. Well, it's your fault. Move on. Go to the next. Yeah, dude. I, I got my weird. I got my weird setup in my head. Like, oh, that happened. Oh, I guess you gotta have to kind of go through the pain in order to kind of figure it out and realize maybe, maybe <laughs> don't want to do that again. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Ross. That's so. yeah. That's why you're not a doctor. Hey, I see your. Uh, I see you cut your hand there. Yeah, well, tough titty, man. You need to move. You need to suck it out up and move on. Don't do that again, bitch. I bet you that hurt, huh? You probably don't want to do that again, you big goof. Yeah, like yeah, like you know, and probably, yeah, and yeah. I've had my times where I, I take it. But I mostly never the time. Like, oh, I'm in pain. You know, an Advil is gonna help me out. I was like, no, because so much of the TV that tells you you having too much problems taking it, too much Excedrin or Advil, yellow, having yellow, pain, you're gonna die from taking too much. I'm like, who are the people who are popping these in their mouth like M and M's? Like, ah, this guy need more of this. Well, uh, I mean, you're you're opening one. Pandora's box here. I think what happens is obviously. Um, you know, if you experience pain, you could take something to alleviate the symptoms. But again, it's the cause that needs to be addressed. That's why it's a short-term there solution. You if you need like medications or pills to feel normal, uh, then obviously the the cause hasn't been addressed. And if you're taking like pain, I don't want to say painkillers because that kind of that makes you think of like um, some of the prescription stuff, right? The stuff that's really easy to get addicted to. Uh, but you're taking, you know, if you're taking like Advil on a regular basis, I don't think it's going to do what it's supposed to because you probably build up a tolerance to it at some point anyway. Again, this we're talking about when I say short term, we're talking about like a, maybe a day or two or three type solution. But if it can, if the pain consists or continues to uh, persist, then that's when you need to consult a physician, physical therapist, or whatever it is that you think is going to help you get through that. Or Google it, you know? But I guarantee on WebMD or something like that, they're not going to say take Advil. <laughs> you know, they're going to say, what's the cause, you know, or what are the symptoms? What's the, what do you think the cause is? This is a possible solution. You might have this. You know, at least if, if by doing the research, research on your own, you can go to a qualified physician and say, I think it may be this. What do you think? Um, I don't know. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know too, people that, too many people that take that stuff on a regular basis, but... Uh, I always have like a, you know, I actually panic sometimes if I run out of Advil. I always have a bottle on uh, reserve and um, I take it in special cases. Not often, but enough to have some when I need it. Yeah, I think I felt like a real adult, I think, this year when I really bought myself a big size of Advil versus the small bottle. And I was like, oh shit, like, this is it. This is here from, you know, from here on out, it's going to be this, my cabinet, you know, my mess cabinet, like, oh. Like this is this is what this is it. I never thought I'd be in this position, but like, here you yeah. are. You know, you're closer to death than you are to birth. That's for sure. I swear to God, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> the sixty pills, okay, sixty eighty, whatever it is. I was like, well, well okay. I'd I think like, those. How many times will I be hung over? There's certain really things I think. Um, you know, like toilet paper and. Uh, paper towels and some medications like that you know and water you know that has an expiration i think those expiration dates uh i don't i don't follow them you know so i, I feel like uh if even if it's a couple years old i feel like you can push past that now you shouldn't do that and you shouldn't do that and tell them people that i told you it's okay but some of those expiration dates i think are bogus so i'll buy the big one because i'm polish and i like to save money and i'll get the costco size whatever and uh yeah no, you know it's it's, it's good to have it in reserve man 
I'm going to, I'm going to throw this one out there, but I, uh, we had a client who was a dentist and, uh, on a side job, I was, uh, helping them organize their house and I was, um, organizing the master bathroom. And I was just like, Oh, I'm like, let's just toss out some of these old, you know, medicines that you have, you know, like, you know, some vitamin C, you know, and at some point I was just like, let's toss out these old prescription drugs. Oh, and client freaked out yeah. because they were 10 years old. And they I was like, oh, we're there. They're, they're done. She's like, and she said, no, they are still good up to 10 years and further. Yeah. And I was like, what? I think, I, I think there's an emotional attachment to them, you know, like there was that like silence where I was just like, are you, you, okay. Yeah. All right. It's still good. It's still good. It, it might be a little bit lighter. She said, it might be a little bit lighter, but it still works. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that door's open now. All right, well, thank you for bringing me into this uh, part of our conversation in the room. Okay. Ross, man. Still good to 10 years. You opened a box there. She's probably panicking. You're thinking you're going to throw out her prescription drugs. She's thinking to herself, how am I going to get through this life without those? Uh, you got to be careful with your clients, man. I just know how you are. and I just have a feeling that some of them, you might push one over the edge, you know? Yeah, I have I mean, it was just sometimes it means, you know, too much of something. I mean, good organizer, but it's like, are, are you using this? Are you not using this? And you're like, yeah, wait, 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 where's the, f- I'm trying to find your flow. Did you ever, and, uh, <laughs> did you ever notice it's easier to do that with other people's stuff? Did you ever hear that? There's a George Carlin bit where he says, did you ever notice how all your stuff or all your shit is stuff and everyone else's stuff is shit? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh, totally. Oh, like oh, I, totally. I have trouble throwing things away. I'm like, eh, I might still use that, you know, but then when I'm walking through other people's stuff, I'm like, why is this still on the counter? And I've seen it. Like I'll go to my dad's. I'll be like, this has been on the counter for a couple of weeks. Toss it out. Well, I might still use it. But at my place, it's the same thing. I never want to throw anything away. I don't know why. Right. I know. I just, I know I have things that I want, but I feel better in my mind. If I have closure, if I threw into like a fire pit, I'd be like, there, there Get you the go. Big bonfire. It was something I liked, but I got to see it burn and uh something satisfying no. by that as well <laughs> rosh how you been man you know what i did this past weekend i went to starved rock you ever been <laughs> i was starved rock i liked it i've been there before but when i went it was uh freezing cold it wasn't freezing cold but it was definitely in, it was in february maybe and uh some of like the waterfalls and stuff were frozen which was beautiful right i got some great pictures uh yeah, you got to be obviously careful on the rocks during that time of day too, because uh, time of the year too, because you don't want to slip and bust your skull open and maybe fall down into one of the canyons. But you can, yeah, you very can. easily. So, and there's nothing stopping you. It's not like there's any of that stuff is roped off. Like you could easily tumble down or push someone down very easily there. Uh, just saying, and play it off like an accident. But I did go. Uh, I did a great time. Uh, we went on about a seven-mile hike and hit, explored the canyons. And you'll find, like, the farther away you get from the uh, the visitor center, like, you know what, we went three and a half miles away from the visitor center, the less people there are because when the closer to the, you know, the visitor center, the more jammed up it, it can be. Uh, yeah. I would say 90% of the people there were wearing masks, uh, didn't have any issues. One goofball decided to, you know, fire up a cigarette with, like, these little kids around. It's just like, dude, what are you doing, man? Put it out, you know? But other than that, most people seem to be relatively uh, um, uh, nice and courteous. And uh, nobody died while I was there, at least not to my... There's always one guy that's, like, in the, you know, does the Wilhelm scream from the corner and just, ah! And you're like, I think he's just joking around. At least I hope he is. <laughs> um 
But if you've never been, especially if you live in the Chicagoland area, it's exactly an hour and a half from the city. And you're surprised that once you're there, you're like, my God, like, you know, I'm so used to staring at like cement and pavement and, you know, smelling the exhaust fumes from cars. And then you finally, you know, you drive an hour and a half away and you get out in nature. So it was cool. It wasn't as cool as it could have been because obviously I think, you know, more people, there would have been more people picnicking and, you know, they have these like little campgrounds. I'm sure all that stuff would have been um, more full. But then again, maybe it was kind of busy because there really isn't anything else to do <laughs> in this area, you know. Uh, so I had a nice time. Have you ever been there? Uh, it's been years since I've been there. Gosh, I think years. I think, you know, last time I was there, maybe 10 years ago, I'm assuming. Okay. So, but you get, um, you got it, right? You understand. Correct. Yeah. I went on a road trip with a few buddies, um, you know, back in probably, you know, 2007, I'm assuming, you know, maybe a little more than 10 years, but I was like, we had a great time. I remember we were like, you know, going to the visitor center and there was this giant, uh, you know, tree trunk that they cut and it had a bullet in it from the civil war. Ooh. Um, and I just remember seeing that and uh, going inside. I forgot what's inside it, but you know, it's well. There's some taxidermy. Is it you know the the stuffed you know animals and uh, it's obviously very dated, you know. But all that stuff yeah. was closed down. All the indoor stuff, except for like the bathrooms and like the concessions, were closed down. And then they had because the but I went the first time. You know, they had like this little, would you like to see our film strip? And you're like, sure. And, you, you know, you sit in this like small auditorium and they play the, the history of Starved Rock began in 18, whatever, you know, and it's just, so it was, it was kind of fun to see that. But, you know, all that stuff is, is, is beat up, man. It's, it's been around forever. I think they actually constructed the park in like the 1940s. It was part of the New Deal. Um, of course, I don't want to sound like an idiot. So that sounds about right. But um, it, it's a park, man. And I think it's one of those things too. Like you hate to say it, man, but who knows? Like when you go to the Indiana Dunes, I've been, it's, it's like disappearing. Like the sand dunes are like, the erosion is just taking over. And like every couple of years I go there, it's like there's less and less dune, you know? So, oh. yeah, I know. And and that's only a couple of years. I wonder if like a place like Starve Rock, like, you know, how's the erosion taking its toll on that? So uh, we got to preserve our parks, man. We, you and me, Ross, we need to do it. We need to start now. Yeah, we're going to get a rope giant rope from home depot then we're gonna or use lows. ourselves as nice you know columns uh-huh. and then we're gonna send out flyers for everybody to, to save the erosion and we're gonna hand out rakes and at some point we're gonna sell t-shirts because we're gonna help kind of fund ourselves and um, hey how about this well, hey, this is a, this is a saying we'll have on our shirt it'll say no more erosion <laughs> yeah pasta so, for erosion I need any, we'll sell them 10 bucks. We just got to get these things out. No 20s, just 10s, 10s, No more erosion. You know what I mean? Like, that'll be good. 10s, 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 10s. Everyone's like, what? You're like, eight, you know? I do know. We just need them out. That's it. That's what I did, Ross. What did you do this weekend? Uh, What did I do this weekend? Um, I, you know, for this, you know, for for a side project, I was working at my client's table and I got to uh, deliver this table for them. Again, it's from what he, uh, guys about my age. So he's like in his uh, mid thirties and he bought a table that's dining room tables from Washington, DC. And it's probably about a hundred year old table. And, uh, uh, it was a side job and I sanded the whole complete table, had so much work to it. And I, I, uh, normally don't use a golden Oak, uh, stain, but it turned out well for the table. Uh, and the client won that, you know, just because he wants them lighter to show the more wear and tear on it. Sure. And um, and then uh, instead of using a water-based coat, I 
was more specific on using the oil-based uh, satin uh, by Journal Finishes, and I was so happy because uh, it's an oil base. And the reason why I was happy is because you can clean it off with cleaning products. And um, what the client's uh, girlfriend was uh, complaining about how, is how much you ever used, you know, like any home cleaner. It was just taken off, you know, the finish because the previous guy who did it was using a water base. And so she's just like, look at it. it it's it's horrible. And so I was, I'm just those little bits of like, oh, can you find a better solution? And for me, it's like, yeah, I can definitely use some an oil base and make this better for you guys. That's why you're, table. you're the GC so. man. You're the, you're the genius, you know, you're the, you're the guy with the, the man with the plant, the, 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 that's why you make the big bucks. You know, you I show up, you go, bucks. this last guy did a what? A water base, Pfft, oil base, man. You're going to be using products, right? Yeah. No, you need that oil base. You need it. That'll be $250. It's just funny. Cause like, all right. So you put the oil base down and then it's just like, Oh, drying time, 12 hours. And you're like, okay, so I'm well, gonna go to. That's bed. super I'm interesting, man. But on. Ross, man, I'm asking, like, what did you do this weekend? You're, you, all you did was work. Did you watch anything on Netflix? Did you watch Last Dance? What'd you do? <laughs> no, I don't. Gosh, I can't think what I did this weekend. Uh, I was uh, I cleaned up my room. It was such a mess. Like Sorry, literally or metaphorically? Were you like, you know, Wait, cleaning uh, out your closet? <laughs> I'll be honest. I went on a vacation with my family for about two weeks. I remember. And then it took me about a week, almost two weeks, just to kind of get my life back together. Just like, you're like, it's, it's like you're just decompressing, hanging with your family. You're like, oh, that was good. And then you're like, oh, there's my suitcase. Here's my knickknack things that I brought. Here's this, this, and this. And then I was just like, I got to get back into my, my routine. You know, I, I just was like, all right, how are we going to do this? And it's just... You write your list out, and then you slowly throw in a podcast, and you kind of start picking away things, you know? I do I think know. it's like the story of my life. Oh, well, you're going to clean my room, organize my room. And you know, I, I bet you so if happy. I showed up, I would throw <laughs> half the stuff out. I'd be like, throw this out, throw that out. You'd be like, no! Ah, uh, no. Again, it's just, yeah, at some point, you're just like, yeah, am I doing anything with this? You know, I have, like, my little knickknack things that I keep, and then, you know... Um, but yeah, I was really happy. I had a really good weekend. I, uh, Ross, I got to get you in studio, man. I mean, I love your voice. It's amazing. But, thank uh, you. Thank you need you. to see my face, how much I smile when I'm saying mean things to you. So then you know that at, from the bottom of my heart, I don't truly mean it, that I really oh. do, you know, value you as a, as a human being or some bullshit like that. Okay. Oh, like how people treat other people. Nice, normal, equal. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't see that because, you know, we're doing it over the phone, you know. Oh. So if I got you in studio, you would be like, oh, yeah. Like, you can't see that proverbial wink when I say something, you know, that is probably true, but it's definitely mean, you know. Like, you know, I'm just like, Ross, you need to gain weight because if a big gust of wind comes by, you're going to blow over, wink, you know, like. And then you would be like, oh, okay, this guy's just goofing around. But you can't do that over the phone because you don't know I'm just goofing no, around. You no, think, I, no, I'm going to miss all those uh, signals. Yeah. Got to get you. On, got to get you in studio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, studio. Speaking of studio, I'm gonna get the heck out of here, man. This was a phenomenal show, short but still phenomenal. So, home and body. Can I ask a, a silly question about uh, Starbrock. Yeah. Was there a, a gift shop at all? Do they have anything that you're like? Because you know, it was Starbrock. At some point, they gave it Starbrock because at one point. 
they, you know, there was a group of Native Americans that lived on the rock, or they forced them to live on the, you know, they forced yes. them to the rock and they all I mean, starved. The brief synopsis is, I think, um, an Indian killed a white guy, and so they chased the Indians to the top of this rock, and rather than slaughter them all, they just waited them out. And that's the legend, but they can't verify that legend per se. Okay. And then they also have the Lover's Leap where like two, an Indian boy and an Indian girl from different tribes, you know, were in love. And uh, obviously nobody would condone their uh, union. So they just, you know, held each other's hands and jumped off the cliff, which I was joking with my girlfriend when we were there because I was like, I would totally do that except for the fact that I I probably wouldn't jump. You know, I'd be like, you ready? We're going to do this. Count of three. One, two, three. Yeah, I didn't feel like going. Sorry. Whoops. Uh, but they do have like a, it's, you know what, it, 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 it struck me as less like, um, touristy. I mean, it's obviously it's touristy and stuff. It was more like there's cabins and yeah. like a front desk and they had a small gift shop, but it wasn't like, you know, a lot of postcards and like little mementos and stuff, but it wasn't like overly corny. It wasn't like going to a gas station off the interstate or something like that. You know, uh, it was, you know, and, and then they were setting up for a reception, um, it looked like a reception. It might not. Yeah, it looked like. But people have their weddings there, you know. And then in a what? nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, it's, I, well, think about it. Do people get married in Niagara Falls? You know, it can't be any less corny. You know, but. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. You know, it's not like you're going to walk outside and be like, well, this place sucks. Um, so, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say uh, I'd be against going to reception there. But whatever. Um, that's it for you, man. Is that it for me? I think that's it for me. I think great. I wish the best on that roof situation. I hope it gets solved. And, well, I'll keep you uh, posted, believe me. Keep you posted. All right, pal. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Right. Bye. There you have it, folks. Another episode in the books. Again, we're looking for questions. We will answer any of them, hopefully home and body related. But at this point, I'll take anything I can get. Send me an email, andy at coachbots.com. Again, go to coachbots.com, sign up for the newsletter. We love you all. Please keep coming back and leave us a review if you can. It would be greatly appreciated. Take care.